0: Welcome to a special bonus edition of The Dirt. As you know, on this show, we discuss all things related to the environment and environmental justice, particularly here in North Carolina. I want to thank you for sticking with us. We took August off, but we'll be back with a full slate of new shows shortly. And for those of you wondering, with WSHA off of the air, we have a new partnership that we're very excited about and we'll be sharing details very soon. But this week, the people of North Carolina are dealing with yet another intense natural disaster, and we thought this was a good time to check in with listeners and let you know what we're hearing and seeing from communities around the state. The high winds and hurricane status of Florence left North Carolina days ago, but the impacts of such a slow-moving mass of precipitation are just now being fully realized along the Neuse and Cape Fear River basins. The death toll from the storm has reached 32. People remain displaced and many unaccounted for. Reports are coming in of inundated hog farms and coal ash ponds. Now, while the Cape Fear, expected to crest Tuesday, is reaching historic levels, the Neuse River has approached the levels it hit two years ago during the devastating Hurricane Matthew. We traveled down to Goldsboro, North Carolina, on the banks of the Neuse, to check in with communities there and observe the scope of the damage. Orange and white roadblock signs have become ubiquitous there, as have sandbags and closed-up shops and restaurants. The Green City Limit sign on the way in says Welcome to Greensboro, with its posts disappearing into rising floodwaters. F-15 fighter jets patrolled the area in the sky, and armed vehicles loaded with food and water rolled down roads to get as close to flooded neighborhoods as possible. I spoke with Bobby Jones, a Goldsboro native, about his experience and his fears and expectations for what's next as the river continued to rise yesterday.
1: Well, today I'm not doing that well because I have not been able to make contact with folks. Uh, uh, I'm, you know, in particular concerned about some folks, but they're not reached. You know, not return calls. I'm not able to reach them or whatever. But I've been uh, just monitoring the, the waters. It's been rising. And trying to keep in contact with folks and um, early on spoke with some folks that I know that would be impacted uh, with the rising waters because that when it gets this high I always flood flood them out and uh, the family that I'm most concerned about um, did have you know had somewhat of a plan they said if uh, if it if and when they were inundated they had uh, access to a boat and their baby to get out, and I'm particularly concerned because the mother's elderly, has a lot of medical conditions, and and somewhat in, invalid, and that um, she's they would have to get her out. And getting out just for me and you on on one of those boats, small boats, is challenging. But to try to get her out, it's going to be pretty challenging. So that that's that's a concern. And like I said, I've placed calls, and I've not gotten any any feedback or whatever. So, uh, uh, that's where it is, so I'm, I'm waiting for um, uh, some other folks to get back with me that might have some contact with them.
0: Jones feared this storm would be worse than Matthew because of differences in how the community perceived the rising waters this time around.
1: Hurricane Matthew just came and, and people were not expecting, and then, but at least they respond to it. Okay, now we've got a lot of rain and a lot of blowing initially. But it's, the water have rose so slow, and to a lot of people, I think, might have dropped their comfort level. And, and uh, we're not, a, you know, we're not totally expecting it to, to be to this extent. And from what we've gathered, <clears throat> this is not the end of it. You know, it's, it's going to get worse than this, what we're seeing right here today.
0: Jones had positive words for Governor Cooper's storm response, but he noted the communities in Goldsboro are far less optimistic. When it comes to expecting help from FEMA and the federal government,
1: I'm thankful that you know governor had the insight to be proactive and and and, and dispatch uh, supports out in the areas even even before the storm. I think that's that's insightful. Never had, had that done before that I'm aware of. So and that can only help. You know, it, can, it definitely can can be helpful. And other than that, you know, I'm not a. I'm not that confident about FEMA, you know. You know, we, we've got folks uh, Matthew folks that's still waiting for buyouts and, you know, that's, you know, been forgotten, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So I'm not you know, that's just a very slow moving process uh for the for people that are that are impacted. It has been <clears throat> around here and, and a lot of folks in this community don't really have a lot of confidence in, in that whole whole situation and and we all know what, you know, <laughs> do I say the word Puerto Rico? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So maybe we'll get some paper towels tossed at us or something like that. Yeah.
0: Upper Noose Riverkeeper Matthew Starr was patrolling the Goldsboro area as well. He stopped to talk about some of the challenges a storm and flood like Florence pose to human health and the environment.
2: The floodwaters contain all kinds of just nasty contaminants within them coal ash, raw human waste, raw animal waste, pharmaceutical waste, industrial waste. So floodwaters are are nothing to take lightly. There's lots of critters also looking for a home. There's there's fire ants floating by, there's um, snakes, there's all kinds of things that you may encounter. So we've had no- numerous reports of sanitary sewer spills. And that's that's what happens when you have a storm like this and you don't have proper infrastructure in place. We we know that having oversized pipes will help mitigate SSOs or those sanitary sewer overflows or or spills in these communities. And We have wastewater treatment plants in the floodplains. We have industrial swine and poultry in the floodplains. We have coal ash storage in the floodplains. So when, when you mix that toxic soup together and you put it in our rivers, it becomes quite hazardous.
0: As North Carolinians pray for a safe return to their homes or for rescue from the flood, a similarly terrifying scene is playing out on the other side of the globe right now. In Hong Kong, Super Typhoon Menghut has forced millions to evacuate in China and has pummeled the area after wreaking devastation in the Philippines. A scientist studying Florence estimates that the storm carried 50% more rain as a result of an atmosphere warmed by fossil fuels. As these storms impact people on every corner of the earth and grow more and more intense, when will our governments wake up? to the reality that climate change needs to be addressed globally, stridently, and immediately. Until next time, this is The Dirt.